Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about how to create and maintain elegant boundaries. And this conversation came up for me because I was talking to someone and he said, you should never have boundaries. And when I pushed on that, then he said, well, all boundaries should always be flexible. And I replied, I have a boundary that I am not allowed to be sexually assaulted by men. It is not flexible. It is a hard boundary. So saying that all boundaries should be flexible it's just wrong as far as I'm concerned. I'm not, I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat it, it's wrong. So I would love to have a conversation with you guys about that. How do you create and maintain elegant boundaries assuming you think boundaries are a good idea? Yeah, that's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think it's sort of dependent on context because obviously there are so many different types of boundaries. Like that example that you gave was, is a personal boundary, um, which I think, you know, when we were discussing previously before we hit record and got started, some boundaries, you know, some areas and some contexts, if you don't have boundaries, you can get arrested. So, it's, you know, boundaries are, are good. We need them. Um, I, I can, I guess I can see where the, the idea of flexibility and all of that, I think everything should be sort of treated in accordance with its own merits. Mm -hmm. um, and some boundaries, when we start moving into the field of sort of bias and prejudice and that kind of thing, um, that type of thing, then it has to be flexible, I guess. But yeah, I think context is key with, mm. with that. Brought up boundaries and I went with personal space boundary. I'm like, right now, my bubble is much bigger than it was a year and a half ago. Mm. And I definitely don't have that feeling from other people at times. So my internal picture is I want a little spray bottle to give you know maintaining that boundary <laughs> I don't care what's in it just something that I can spray people with not necessarily something you can do all the time or even in outside of your own head but it helps to contextualize that idea of yeah sometimes you just have to do that pushback like you did Robin like no this is a boundary I'm going to maintain this Mm -hmm. oh, I love this topic and there's two things I'd love to um, say first I have learned the hard way that creating boundaries is an act of self-love and self-respect and self-love does not equate self-sacrifice where the boundaries mm -hmm. then come in um, and the second part then you know for some of us it's in service-based business we have all been requested to have our brains picked or, well, this comes so easy to you. Can you just do it for free or discount the fees? Whatever it is. Um, in relationships, same way. Um, I know for, again, personal experience, relationships as well, they evolve. They transform. Some of them come to completion when you decide to create certain boundaries. Um, and employment, Robin, I saw your post from the other day. And I was like, this is so on point, even for this day of age not only Europeans, you know, since I'm a European, we go on vacation, we turn off devices and like, I'll be back in September. <laughs> Here in the States, I, I, I was working as a business owner from a hospital bed the same day that I delivered my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, and then also with the um, pandemic, you know, the lines between work and business and home have been blurred. And uh, Wayne, like you're saying, you know, the bubble is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because in some way we were distilled down to name on the screen and an email and forgetting that the person on the other side is actually a human mm -hmm. that has a life, not just being available 24 seven. Yeah. yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on the saying that the only people who have problems with boundaries are the people who want to cross them? 
Or <sighs> I, I guess that would make sense. That doesn't necessarily go, it doesn't mean to say that they are wrong for wanting to cross them. Obviously, it depends, again, depends on the boundary, because if, um, you know, when back in the day, when, you know, a, a, a black kid wanted to get on a white bus, that was a boundary they wanted to cross, but rightfully so. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think I'd agree with the statements, but I think it doesn't necessarily, because it seems to have sort of negative connotations, like, you know, you just have a problem because you want to cross the boundary and that's, that's bad. But actually, I think that can be a good thing, which I guess is a sort of thing of, well, Boundaries shouldn't always be flexible, but we should always have it in us to question whether we've put them in place for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like personal boundaries are so important and hard to maintain. Like, though, though it's really easy to let someone eat into your time. Like, I did a post about the difference between free time and available time. Available time, other people book. Free time, you get to defend. And you have to decide what your time looks like. And that's a boundary. For me, they're two separate things. So I feel like personal boundaries, especially if you're a business owner, I also find that women tend to have a little more challenge maintaining their boundaries. How do you do that elegantly? How do you say to someone... I have a policy, I don't do this, sorry. <laughs> I think it's simply remembering that no is a complete sentence that we don't know in any exp explanation or justification to anybody, it's just like, no. When people ask you why, they're looking for a reason to get in and like make excuses why your why doesn't matter. I found that to be the case. Yeah, you know, it's tricky though, isn't it? Because I guess it gets complicated when, so in a business context, if somebody says, oh, could you, could you, you know, if, they, if you're in different countries, different time zones, for example, and they say, can you just work with me and get up in the middle of the night and you know, deliver this session or whatever, um, to come back at someone just with a no, they would think, okay, abrupt, rude, forget, you know what I mean? So it, it's then to what extent do you sugarcoat it? To what extent do you give your reasons and your justifications? Because it's kind of required for, for good manners, but like you say, you know, both of you, you also don't want to open the door for negotiation. Um, yeah. So yeah. Right. I feel like with your example, Karina, I feel like if someone wants me to get up at three in the morning, deliver something, I might say, well, three in the morning is not going to work for me, but let's talk about you know, six. I can probably make something work at six in the morning. That's an option. Yeah. Or on the other hand, for example, somebody who travels, um, I have gotten up at three in the morning if I was the one traveling to accommodate the standing appointment. But if it's the other party who's approaching me, then Robin, I agree with you entirely. Well, let's find the common ground here. But it's again, Karina, like you started off with a context. Context really matters. And I'm thinking about my own occasional struggles with maintaining those boundaries myself. I'm like, I say yes to way more things than I should. Mm. And so I think the first step is catching on that there is a boundary there that you're choosing to ignore. Oh, right. that often happens for me. I'm like, whoops, nope, should not have done that. Right now, I'm really hoping something gets canceled on Monday. I'm going to follow through on it, but I'm really, really hoping it gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because I guess the elegant way to do it, you can't, you can't do it elegantly if you're backpedaling. If you've already said yes and you've got to then pull out, it's a lot harder than if you've got it up front. That's, yeah, it's a really good point. So that, that, yeah, noticing your own boundaries or recognizing, like consciously being aware of what your boundaries are before you cross them. I mean, how often do you see posts where people say, I made these plans when I thought I would want to do it? Yeah. So how, how do you be, how do you become more aware of what your own personal boundaries are? What does that process look like? 
I mean, step one for me is looking back and saying, okay, where are all those decisions that I regret having said yes to? Because that's almost always where I do it. Mm. It's like, I should not have said yes to that. I kind of knew a hint going into that, that I somehow wasn't hearing at the time. Good. Let's, let's see if I can pay some more attention to that hint in the future. Are there other things of that nature that come up for me that I'm tempted to say yes to and struggle with? Let's, you know, dig the well before I'm thirsty and think about that offline mm -hmm. instead of waiting until I'm in the moment going, uh, no, let me think about this really hard while we're in the middle. <laughs> no, it's not the right time to do that. Yeah. yeah. Watching out for those ambush conversations. Yeah. Um, I have learned also in a broader spectrum of things in just conversations to be really clear of, you know, when somebody's having really emotional outbursts, it's like, I'm not available for the drama but we can talk about the facts. Mm -hmm. And I think in coaching industry, that's another thing, the whole conversation in its own about taking on your clients and environments, energy and drama and trauma. Um, but then in the greater context, again, I know for myself, I have drawn a lot of boundaries last year when I had to look also at my core values mm -hmm. and ethical and moral standards. What are the things that I'm subjecting myself to? Where am I keeping the doors open? And what are the hard no's not necessarily for myself, but also for the people that I work with to make sure they feel safe in the environment that I create for them. Yes, I think that's a really good point. We're at our 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to cut us off there. But I love the idea of paying attention to your gut reaction, recognizing, watching out for ambush conversations where you say yes and then regret it. All really good ways to create boundaries and then being willing to defend them if they're super important to you. So thanks so much for having this conversation with me. I appreciate it very much. And we'll do it again really soon. Here's Robin.